<laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 38 of Fangin' and Bangin'. Not 38. I wish I was 38. Yeah. But episode of 38 <laughs> of Fangin' and Bangin' with Gangrel. And we got lovely, um, let me see if I can get your initials right. I always mess it up. ABD, Ana Blanca ABD, Diaz yeah. in. How are you, Ana? I'm alright. A little tired this morning, but I'm good. A little tired this morning. Yeah, we got to come in early and do these before Raymond goes to bed because he's a vampire. When the sun's coming up. His casket's opening up at the same time, so he can climb into it. <laughs> like, He's a real vampire. Here. He could be possibly a real vampire. I don't know when he sleeps, but uh, he doesn't come out of the house during the daytime. But he's always out all night, so I don't know. Does don't he know. sleep? I, I don't know if he sleeps or not. To be honest, <laughs> I think so. Two hours here and there. I think. I think. I hope something. I would like to hope. So, um, wow, wow, um, boom, uh, lots going on, lot, lot of going on, lots going on. But what did I do? Let's start with whatever I did. Uh, I don't know what I did this weekend. Booze oh, Bougere or Bougere. <laughs> I'm probably saying it wrong. Louisiana. I was at a convention out there. And uh, Judith Hogg was there. I think that's her name. The the April from the Ninja Turtles. Raymond probably would have liked that. Um, the Red Ranger was there. There was a couple of those Rangers, those Power Rangers there. Uh, I didn't get over to say hello to them. Although I should have because the, 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 it was a Comic-Con type of thing or whatever they call them. Uh, the the Bougere Con or uh, whatever. But... The people that planned it, none of the people that brought me in, I, I, the, the people that brought me in, G&T Collectibles, great guys out, out of Carthage, Texas, which we'll talk about that a little bit. That's a really cool place. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> it's like Mardi Gras time, right? February. So every city like in Louisiana or district kind of celebrates Mardi Gras at a different time, right? So turns out when that uh, con was going on this weekend... They were celebrating Mardi Gras. So when I left the con about 5 o'clock, not even a mile away, we looked down over the overpass, down at this big open area. Two, 3,000 people, like a parade wrapping up. I go, well, there's all the people. Uh, so, so, yeah, it was a tough weekend for uh, G&T. It's not their fault. I mean, it was the people that planned that convention itself. So, um, it wasn't too busy. It, no, I wasn't too busy at all. Through the doors, like the head count, uh, and I, and I'm, I don't know what they're paying five hundred a table or something like that. I'm not oh, sure kids. what they were charging, but uh, I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of rowdy and upset people. But what was cool about it is I got to hang out with like uh, some of my favorite people, Axe and Smash, Demolition. You know, mm-hmm. they were looking good, and uh, uh, I, I meant to bring it, but uh, Raymond, hopefully, he might put a graphic up. I don't know, but I got I got picture. I I, I got a little like. You know how I have the little wood things again, girl? I don't have one here, do I? Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 I got one of the Mass Superstar, and he signed it. So I was thinking he was going to write The Mass Superstar, but he, he wrote Superstar. He printed it. He didn't write it. He wrote Superstar, or he put Super, and he put a star. <laughs> like, That's cool. He just put Super and a star. <laughs> like, but I think you, you'll, if he shows it, you'll see it. If not, whatever. But it, it's awesome. So, like, before it was Demolition or whatnot, or, um, oh, gosh, what movie was he in, too? He was in, a, he was in one of those wrestling movies. But um, it was the Mass Superstar, and, and the great Malenko, Boris Malenko, managed him and mentored him and stuff like that. That's who was one of the ones that trained me. Mm-hmm. So it's super cool to have that, like, and being one of my favorite mass wrestlers, and then um, well, our wrestlers. Period. I, I don't know why I never bring it up, but I used to love the mass superstar. Everybody asks you who are your favorites and blah blah blah, but I always overlook it, and for some reason I always forget to say it. But it was mass superstar. Yeah. He was scary. He had these like silver masks with <laughs> these blue blue eyes that would come to you. Hey, I'm gonna snap your neck, you know, your pencil neck, and you know, I believed it when I was like eight, nine. So, <laughs> like, so like, so like your eyes, but without the glasses on. Yeah, but he's really nice, though. But he's scary under the mask. <laughs> Put the demolition paint on, they were scary, too. You remember demolition? Here comes the axer. Here comes the smasher. Demolition. That's actually a TMD's favorite tag team. Oh, he loves demolition. I'm going to have to give him a picture next time I see those guys. Because I'm sure I'll see him again with some with G&T collectibles and stuff like that. So, so it was a real fun weekend, but... Oh, also the timing on things, right? So the timing on it. So not only is there Mardi Gras going on, well, I guess Saudi Arabia had a pay-per-view on with WWE high noon, noon Eastern time, one um, uh, central time or wherever I was. So uh, if they were a wrestling fan, they were probably home watching the pay-per-view. Home partying, Uh, ordering pizza. Well, it was 12 noon, but I guess people party and order pizza at 12. You'd be surprised. Mm. Uh, so I had to 
I had to watch bits and pieces of the pay per view after I got home. Um, it was like it was. I I, I don't know. I, I, I who, I'm not a critic or anything like that. I, I don't think the pay per view was. You're not a what? A critic. You know. Oh, I mean, I, heard... I, I could be, I guess, but I don't watch it enough and analyze things enough to say, hey, I'm a pro wrestling critic. Like I'm gonna knock a show or anything. But I I just thought it was kind of whatever. What I did think was cool about it was. Uh, there was a lot of women on the show. Yeah. Uh, at, More at, than they used to. When they a lot of there. women. Limit, a chamber match. It was a women's chamber match. And it was, 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 uh, there was a tag match right after it. I think it was uh, Charlotte Flair and, and uh, uh, Sonya Deville against Ronda Rousey. With one oh. hand tied behind her back. And Naomi, so they were on it, and then there was a uh, uh, Lita and and Becky. Yeah. Now over in Saudi Arabia, it's, you know Raymond will tell you too. It's come a long, long way to like have uh, before you could even have a woman woman on the show, or probably the tour back when I was there. Now yeah. now they're resting on it, but they still they had to. They you, if if you're watching it, you notice that. And I don't know if they made mention of it in the commentary because I was kind of watching the show. Pro- I wasn't really hearing the commentary, but I don't think they did. But. Uh, they're pretty much covered from their neck down. Everything's yeah. covered. And the referee, uh, they made her look froppy or floppy or what is that? Fruffy? What is it when you look sloppy? <laughs> like, like um, Sloppy? Well, sloppy, yeah. They, her shirt was untucked and like down over her butt. She's was like, it really? And had that to have, I, okay, so had that to have I sleeves and under, 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 like long sleeves under that and, and you know, up oh, to her neck. Imagine so, reffing in that? I'm reffing, good. yeah, yeah. I'm good, no. Well, wrestling and refing, and and and, that's Whoa, prob- yeah. and you saw Lita's outfit because she had a long down, so they had to make sure everything yeah. was covered. But it was cool that they were on the show, and there was that many women on the show. Um, but uh, besides it being a cool moment in history, where like Lita and Becky were on billboards and stuff in that in the country in Saudi Arabia, that like uh, it's it's really a big big thing. It, yeah. it really really is, and 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 shows how much things are progressing and moving forward in in, in the world. Uh, well, we live here in the United States. Where it's take like, a lot of things for granted. Yeah, I travel a lot, so I, I I'm in I've been to some like really cool and great places, but I've been to some scary places too. And and then there's some places that like you hear people joking they kiss the ground when they get back home in the United States. Well, I've wanted to do that more than once, twice, three times. The lady, I've wanted to kiss the <laughs> Statue of Liberty, great United States of America. I mean, there's no place like home. I'm always clicking my heels. You don't know what I'm talking about. I, I you posted go home. that on, I go home. on your air, your airport picture the yeah, other day. Yeah, I did. I did. I want to go home. I want to go home. But that had nothing to do with where I was at the other day. That was just, I just wanted to go home. <laughs> but, 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 but I've been places that I, I had to get home. I, I had to get out of here, like Senegal. That was a rough one. It was me, uh, Norman Smiley, and uh, Todd Passmore, Barry Houston. We were over there, and we were supposed to do a show. And then we um, uh, we got there, and mm-hmm. that was it. The promoter didn't show up. The ring didn't show up. And we had a ticket for three weeks later to come home. What? Three weeks later, and you couldn't change it. No. I, I don't know what's going on, and none of us had like I don't know why I don't I don't think none there was a flight. Contact? I just don't even think there was a flight for whatever reason. We couldn't leave for three weeks, so we were stuck there for three weeks in Senegal, and uh, that's like in I think it's like Southwest Africa or something like or Northwest Africa or Central. I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it was uh, all I know is that you appreciated home, like so. None of you had contact with the promoter, the person. No, you just didn't show up. A, but, but you didn't contact but he, him, like but, call them or something? He didn't answer. No. Oh, he just screwed, ghosted. Screwed, screwed he ghosted. It was supposed to be this big, like, Senegalese and reggae festival, Senegalese wrestling and reggae. Sounds so, kind of cool. Um, it was. It was. But we were, like, just, like, three people stuck in time, like, <laughs> over there. So <laughs> what was okay, though, what, what was worked out in our benefit is the promoter left a card down at the hotel. So that that was our, our pay, I guess. We got to stay at this hotel. So as long as we ordered food in the hotel and all that, everything was covered on the hotel bill. Now, when we went to check out, we weren't sure if that <laughs> if there was going to be the situation. They're going to be like, off with their heads, you owe 40 grand or something. But um, no, they didn't. So, But we were stuck there three weeks, almost three weeks, I think, um, to, to, to be exact. And um, this hotel was beautiful, right? Immaculate, like... Uh, like just a beautiful hotel and everything you go to the pool it looks like something you'd see in the movie where french people go actually french people did go there to vacation for some strange reason they went just to this hotel in the hotel now that being said 
You're in this great hotel. You ever see Judge Dredd? When they banish him from the city. No. Okay, so, all right, and you got to go through the walk, and it's like in a desert or something. So, and you leave the hotel, you're on your own. So, when when you walk out the hotel gates, they close, like, right? And then there's dudes with machine guns. like, mm-hmm. And you look around, you're like, whoa, where am I? But we've seen that coming in from the airport, so we knew. But you look around, you're like, what the heck is going on? I mean, it's just poverty, despair, desert, dirt, blah. Broken down, you couldn't even call them houses. So Some the hotel things. was the only nice thing hotel was like this oasis, like a paradise. Like, a paradise. like and, and apparently people come there just to vacation at that hotel, but they don't go. Well, why would they go? I don't else? get why they just go to that hotel and don't go to like Spain or something. Maybe it's just really cheap and a hop and a flight over from France or something like. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know conspiracy, my conspiracy, ass. yeah, whatever. <laughs> But the hotel is beautiful. You go out the gates and they close, right? And this whole time, the the hotel didn't have much of a gym. It wasn't much of a gym. No. No. Light uh, arms, maybe? I don't think it had. It might have been a paddle bike. That's it. I don't know. There wasn't like weights or anything like that. So um, so I remember doing a lot of squats and push-ups at the pool. Spent a lot of time at the pool when we weren't exploring um, <laughs> or trying to explore. <laughs> but uh, I kept asking different people and the concierge at the hotel uh, is there a gym you can go to in town or something? No, the gym's very exclusive, very private. You can't go. Only rich people go to the gym. I'm like, I'll pay. And he goes, no, very, very exclusive. You know, so and, and more than one person, two, three, maybe four people, same, same, same verdict, answer. same, same, same answer, same everything. So we get a taxi, me, Norman, and Todd, Barry, I, I'm I'll just call Todd. I'm, I think most of the world know him as Barry Houston. He did a lot of uh, enhancement work for WCW. He was an old black heart partner of mine, too. Agony. <laughs> agony. Destruction and agony. But uh, we get in a taxi. We're going to go go out and explore. So I asked the taxi driver, like, because this is when I was starting to get in shape. You know, I was taking the gym real serious. I wanted to go. Plus, I was going to lose my mind since <laughs> stuck over there. Um and he goes, no, the gym's very, very exclusive. You got to be rich. It's the same thing. I'm like, okay, whatever. How do they, they know you're not rich? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, uh, so we're driving down this beat up dusty road. We're, uh, we're behind this. Uh, you ever see the whole World War Two movies or something when they have the, all the military guys are all piled in this little truck? But it looks like one of those with the windows busted out and everything. And it probably could have safely held like 10 people or something, but mm-hmm. it had like 40 or 50 people just <laughs> hanging out over it. <laughs> They're riding the truck to town, like not military, just people, like uh, people. So, and and then and the taxi driver's like, ah, he's, he's like talking shit. I guess he thought he's better up because he's a taxi driver and they're riding in a makeshift uh-huh. truck as a taxi or something. <laughs> so then he goes, oh, there's the gym to your right. So I'm like, oh, I'm looking for like, I don't know what I'm looking for, like LA Fitness or something. I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm like looking for this gym. He goes, he's right there. I go, where? He goes, right there. He's pointing to their, off to the right through the window. He's just right there. And I'm looking over and I'm normal and I'm just like, do you see any gym? He goes, no, brother. I don't see a gym. I just see sand and dirt. I'm like, yeah. He goes, it's right there. And then there was a guy kicking a football, a soccer ball. There was a guy just going along, kicking a soccer ball in the sand. He goes, he's training. He points it and there's a guy. I'm like, he's just, he's just, it's just like this cliff. It was kind of a cliff kind of a thing. Like it was on a, like a cliff. And um, it was just sand. It was like orange or brown sand. And then he, and I go, there? And he goes, yes. I go, I go, we can't go there. Where's the equipment? He goes, very exclusive. He said the same thing again. And then it's about that time. looked over and then there was like a... <laughs> like ever see the movie Friday or picture Friday or any movie you've seen where somebody has some weights in their backyard well it was like a broken down bench right it was a bench there was no weights it was a bench with like a bamboo bamboo going across which would be the bar like a for a bench bell. press oh and there was God. buckets of sand on it like for the weights bucket of sand oh. so it was a bar bucket of sand it was very very it was be rich to go there I go Brother, I pass. <laughs> like, yeah. I would pay to go in. Although, I mean, but take that for granted. That's their exclusive, like, country club yeah. gym. And what what, what would be get. like, you know, uh, us, we're, we're so spoiled and how good we have it and stuff. So yeah. then you get into the town and then 
um, it's just it's just scary. Like went into a restaurant and uh, went into a restaurant and uh, I had to go to the bathroom. They sat down at the table. I went to the bathroom and I looked over. I walked past the kitchen. And there was probably I guess it was chicken. They they looked they were birds. They were plucked or <laughs> whatever. But just sitting on the floor, right? the floor, the ground. I'm like, oh. And then I came back and I, I told Norman, I said, brother, don't order no food here. <laughs> don't get the chicken. Mm-hmm. Going, like, yeah, like, we're going to die. <laughs> die of some salmonella or, or, or some, something something yeah. bad. <laughs> and it was just like, just really bad. And then, and, you know, and, and, and unfortunately, um, you know, you, you think you see it in movies like at Indiana Jones and stuff where the kids are begging. But like these poor kids are so uh, disfigured, like uh, born like that. He had an arm growing out of his side. It was not in his shoulder, but out of yeah. his side. Some of them were just crawling because they couldn't walk. So that's very, very sad there. Uh, yeah, he just did. He just, <laughs> that's one of the times that I... I, I might have kissed the ground when I got home. <laughs> I might. I was so happy to get back home. Because we were stuck over there a while. But it was a cool trip in some sense. You know, we went to a reggae festival. Um, uh, then they said, hey, do you want to wrestle the Senegalese wrestlers? And we go, where are they at? And they pointed down. It was this big ring of rocks. So it's dirt. And Again, rocks. dirt. And then a big, giant circle of rocks. Rocks, like, making up a perimeter. Uh, okay. So in that circle, then they, they, there's the Senegalese guys. They wrestle. And they, they have on, like, uh, I don't want to say skirts, but something kind of gladiator, gladiator-like, you know. And, like, it's, it's almost a type of sumo. So whoever... If you threw the guy and he touched his back or something, you had points or you won or out of the circle you won or something okay. like that. So that, that was kind of cool. But they said, sure, you guys are welcome. You can wrestle them. I'm like, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you get some big dude slam me down through the ground in the rocks over there. Like I, I don't know what was going on, but it was cool to see it. And, and it, there was a reggae concert. I don't know what reggae artists they were, but it was cool. You can say you've been there. I'm and you saying, have a good story behind did it. I, so. Yeah, a few stories. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna say which wrestler wants to smoke some weed, but it's like it seems like it'd be a reoccurring thing. Last episode, Leatherface wanted to go get some. We ended up going into this side of a mountain and seeing a damn dog hind and quartered, and I lost my shit. So <laughs> I lost my shit this time in a different way, <laughs> like because like, I, I thought we were gonna get killed this time. So we're walking around, and, and they're like back there again, you know. You asking, you know, you keep asking every shady person you see. Hey, can you get some weed? I, I don't smoke. I'm but it was somebody else, and uh, yeah. you know I don't smoke. But I'm thinking about trying it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, no, for my aches and pains, they're saying like it could help. Like I don't know about that medical. I don't want to get another bad habit or anything like that. But but I'm thinking about trying it. Like I mean, so well, you know, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. Oh, you smoke. <laughs> Ooh, your mom watches this podcast. Be careful your words. Nah. So we go ask another shady looking dude, like little, little they were, everybody was shady to me there. I was scared anyways. <laughs> I didn't understand or comprehend anything because it's just like, you know, it, it's just scary kind of. Um, cause you, you, you don't know anybody. It's, it's a scary situation, but this person wanted to find some smoke. So much like last episode when I ended up seeing the wolf wolf hanging, uh, we go back, but then there's this little like warehouse and go in there. In there, so uh, knock, knock. Nobody opens the door. Or nothing. Walk in. What do we see? What do you think we see? I don't know. Something hanging. No, worse, no. worse. Someone dead. No. Oh, well, hanging. No, no, no. Right. You're very morbid. Uh, dead, hanging. No. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell you. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna hope that people sit there and wait think about zombie apocalypse or deadness or hanging or knives or gun. About forty. Little kids, like, I don't know, like, eight years old or seven years old, sewing. Like, it was a sweatshop. They was in there probably making, like, some crap we buy in the store or something. And they're just sewing and sewing. And then there was a guy with a gun. And he looked. He's like, oh. And, like, we knew we were in trouble. We weren't supposed to be in there. It's like, like, so you just rolled up, like. American dudes just saw a sweatshop, you know, you gotta get out of this country now. So like Yeah. <laughs> it's safe to say we hightailed it back out the other way and made our way back to the hotel really quick and I don't think we left for the next day. 
<laughs> then we went back out of venturing again because it's just too much to sit in a hotel all that time. But it was a nice hotel. But yeah, so it was a very interesting place. Um, you left that hotel, you're in no man's land. It's like when the gates of Judge Dredd closed and they got to do the walk or whatever it was. And whenever they're banished from the city, it's just like, um, huh. yeah. So um, did you finally find something to smoke? I don't know. Yeah, I think because it was a reggae festival. I think it was just the, oh, yeah, just the reggae festival. I don't know. Uh, wasn't my concern. I was just going along to yeah. keep company. <laughs> Regretted that decision. <laughs> Regretted the other decision going along to keep company. The wolf wolf hanging. That was all bad. <laughs> Everything wolf. was bad. Like just a little bit too much. So um yeah, so back to the women, yeah. So um yeah, so you know, other countries, but that's a lot of progress for, for, for women to be there in wrestling. Yeah. But but what I thought was cool and, and don't take this as a weird way as being a woman or a young lady, is I actually found them Way more attractive. I never paid any attention to them when they're like half naked on Raw or SmackDown yeah. or the pay-per-views and their itsy bitsy teeny weeny outfits that you just don't know how the hell things are staying in there. Whatever. Yeah, but when they, they had the full like, things, I don't know. I just thought they looked prettier. I, I, I just thought they were pr- more, prettier. I saw their body. I, I don't know. I just thought the and and most uh, uh, I'd say ninety percent of the girls that are on that show. I couldn't. I can't name them all. Like. I mean, and like, Do don't say- bring up Dewdrop. I know you're trying to set me up. But like, I will- <laughs> Jesus, like, come I was gonna on, say stop, no like, such stop. thing. Okay. I wasn't gonna. I know I wasn't gonna bring her up. But um, she looked better in her full bodysuit too. She did. I. She did. I thought she looked pretty. She- her hair was on point. She had really good hair in the chamber. Really Dewdrop had some really nice hair in that chamber. Did okay, you, you didn't see it, did you? No. She had really. Her hair was saying- on point. Like in that chamber, her hair was on point. Are you saying that like? Like their face looked pretty. I think too? everything looked good. On or everything. Them. I think was they covered. showed their bodies better. It was covered, but it, it. I thought it showed them, and they all just looked really beautiful. Maybe it showed off their face more. I think maybe you concentrated. You saw that. Saw them more. Because like, you don't uh, see everything hanging yeah, out. Uh, and not- Alexa Bliss was back too. I don't know what she was yeah. wearing. Yeah, she had. Like, she's still doing the whole. Yeah. Well, she says she she's thing. cured now. Yeah, she saw her cured from being crazy. Uh-huh. Or or mentally sure. something. Um whatever the character was. Like she was they made her so go to she counseling just, and she's back now. So that was her she, debut, Elimination Chamber. So she's just Alexa Bliss again? No, no, no. She's got a doll that talks to her and stuff. And <laughs> but mentally She still swings in a but chair. Cured, but but cured. Well the gimmick psychiatrist said she was in all the segments. But who knows? We might be evil himself. He seemed kind of creepy, so I'm not Maybe sure. I need to go to that. But it was good to see her back. I mean the women's chamber match was it was whatever, but then it was a good matchup at the end. Who, who, Bianca and uh, Ale- Ale- uh, you and Bianca. Alexa Bliss. <laughs> well, but 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 there were two that I liked there. Just Bianca and Alexa. So that was all good. So I do. It was like, interesting. I like Alexa. It was an interesting matchup at the end. I thought the women's chamber match was good. Um, there were some things, but there were some things with all those kind of matches and stuff. And then it was, I, you know, it just thought it was an. Not knocking a pay per view, I just thought it was average, but it, I watched it. It kept me kept me engaged the whole time. You think uh, it was just it was average or like average compared to how? Well, it I mean, because Royal I, Rumble was before Royal was, Rumble, and then you know I like watching Royal Rumble, even though WrestleMania. That was, so that was kind of kind of like when you put a card together, you're gonna have a boom boom. You gotta have a low before the mania to have the high. But yeah, you're setting up different angles like Brock Lesnar, right? So he he <laughs> Austin he, Theory did a hell of a job, I thought, in the chamber. Austin Theory he took a crazy bump. I mean, I, they cut away, so I think he landed feet first. But still, that's He's, very, okay. that's still very impressive. I have a thing with that because, like, oh, he's no Bobby Roode. I understand. He's <laughs> found out today that she liked uh, Bobby Roode. Bobby so. Roode is a handsome man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not the point, though. He <laughs> land- <laughs> very important, but it's not the point here. He he's um he landed feet first. So yeah. I wasn't very impressed because I, it's supposed to be like a like a. I understand you don't want to take that bump. Hold on, hold on. He's standing on top of the chamber. Sure. And then he's on top of some big ass Brock Lesnar <laughs> shoulders. Uh-huh. Who you don't know if he's just gonna throw you across the ring or or whatever. So that takes a lot of trust because 
I know I'm not going to feel too easy being on Brock Lesnar's shoulders, especially the happy Brock Lesnar. He's more scarier than the mean Brock Lesnar than the happy Brock Lesnar. You just don't know what's coming with that with him now. Yeah, well, I mean, he's just before so strong. You, before so, like, you knew. If he's so strong, if he feels like he's, you overcompensate one way too much or over undercompensate. Well, you're, he's already, like, twisting, too. Like, he's, he's Well, well let's, let's just be clear. Austin Theory, I wrestled him. I wrestled him for old school championship wrestling maybe three times. He's a tremendous athlete. I've seen him run and jump over. I'll, I'll be on the floor. He'll run at the corner and clear the post. Whew, vault over. That guy's got crazy hops. Crazy talented. Crazy athletic. Like, just insane. And I thought he did a good job. I think it was a crazy-ass bump, no matter how he lands. I mean, it takes balls, or, or you're completely nuts to, 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 to do it. One or the other. A little of both, maybe. Adding a little of both, but, but I liked him in general. Austin Theory, uh, just, I, I was a big fan of the selfie-selfie thing, but, like, I liked how he, he feared Brock Lesnar. They kept Brock so super strong. Apparently, he, he uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be like that, or if he, some people, like, said he just broke out of the chamber on his own, but, like, but, but um, what? yeah, he just kicked the side of the chamber out and came out. He didn't wait for the door to open. He didn't wait for the time to huh. go by. He just came out, cleaned Maybe house, just a- pinned one Pinned somebody right out the gate, Seth. Pinned somebody else, I think, right out the gate. Uh, then he toyed around with AJ for a little bit, got rid of him, and just left him in uh, uh, theory. Which Bobby Lashley went out, which they said, oh, he was looking at Brock, but when they did the replay, you could see him looking. He's in there, so he got his hand there to make contact. But How they said he had per- concussion that? protocol. Well, uh, to a buckle bomb. Seth Rollins buckle gave bomb. Austin theory, I think, a buckle bomb into the side of the chamber, which the glass hit, hit, hit. Lashley and he went down so uh-huh. it's just a way of keeping him strong without losing and putting the belt on uh, Brock I suppose uh-huh. so he can have that Roman Reigns that big headline draw title versus title and AJ draw. how do you do in the chamber AJ always does good AJ he's just good you know he's just he's just standing in one of them spots you know all these guys are all big and they're monsters and you gotta think what's believable I mean he's believable with his stuff but they had to keep Brock Lesnar strong that match was just really yeah. geared to well to keep him strong and for WrestleMania, everything that happens from the Royal Rumble on. Actually, it used to be when I was there, they planned the whole year. Everything led up to WrestleMania. Like the first pay per view uh, after WrestleMania, TVs on through were always building and stuff, and then they'd have audible changes. Now I'm not so sure that they plan that far out. They might have an idea, but um, but everything from here on out, it's just that all builds to WrestleMania. That la- oh. that pay per view, the Elimination Chamber, they just they're getting money in Saudi. Getting a tremendous payday, but everything's building in WrestleMania. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't know if I give... You said you didn't like the lead at Becky Lynch, man. I did it. No. I, no. Maybe I didn't like it so much. I didn't dislike it. I I think they worked really hard. But it really looked like uh, Becky Becky impressed me. Because it looked like she was like kind of leading that stuff and, and keeping it put together. And... Lita impresses me because Lita's 40s in her 40s, right? How old is Lita? 45, maybe? I'm not, 46. I'm not sure, but she's mid-40s. Yeah. No, and to it's go with impressive. like these young bloods, it's not easy to go with those young bloods on a pay-per-view. But what people don't realize either is, and I've heard people when they, what's that, 46? So people, I was thinking about it as I was watching it. Like, So you watched, so Lita go there, like that's like her first match back how many years? But boom, and then, then I'm watching... Uh, Everybody on Raw so come back out that that was on the pay-per-view on Saudi Saturday, right? So what people it, it don't realize is that travel, is that travel and the toll it takes on how you feel up and out of an airplane. Now, when I was younger, it didn't phase me. But say, for example, for Lita to fly yeah. to Saudi Arabia and do that match. Man, and she probably trained for weeks up till it, and and then. But when they fly there, they don't only just get there. They they got to do press releases and appearances and this and that. So you're not really sleeping. And then when you lay down, I don't care how much that you know it's entertainment. This and this and that. That next day is running through your head. You're not sleeping at night that well. You know, you're, it's it's in your mind. Your mind's going a hundred mile an hour. You Mentally, got spots and you're rerunning stuff that you think. You know, then you go there and then you do that pay per view. And different climate. They were inside this time, but when they were knocking like Goldberg the one time, and all them was outside in that heat, that that'll kill you. But then on top of that, they fly back like because I've done it. I've done a pay per view on a Sunday night in the United Kingdom in London, 
and fly back and be on a Monday Night Raw and do a match. It takes a toll on you. Even if you're young, it takes a toll. But but somebody like Lita, but she didn't do Raw, but but to fly over there, yeah. do all that stuff leading up to it, and then get through the match and not be in ring. That's something amazing. So um, the, yeah, the, the, so I'm not knocking any of that. Yeah. I, I think it's amazing that he pulled off. Um, I least liked her outfit out of all the other girls as one piece. Yes, I agree. Um, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. No, I'm not sure. I think she was still trying to stay very Lita like. Her, but, well, but. she stayed Lita like because she had the long sleeve and then she had like a little like crop top thing over it. The fa- the pants I did not like. No, um, I know you didn't watch this, but somebody's got to explain this Mad Hatter gimmick to me. What is it called? The, uh, what? the <laughs> there's Happy Corbin. Right, there's Happy Corbin. He's going with another gimmick. No, no, no. But he's got a guy that he comes out with, and I can't. Uh, he's called the Mad Hatter, I think. I'm not Mad sure. Hatter. Well, he comes out with shorts, and suspenders. He doesn't wear knee pants, but he worked. He worked Drew McIntyre, and Mad uh, Hatter. Something of that nature. Uh, don't quote me because okay. I said. But boys in the hood are always hard. <laughs> Keep talking that trash. But uh. I'm not talking trash about it. What I want to get to is like he worked Drew, and Drew's a big physical guy. I wrestled Drew McIntyre. Like, uh, uh, he's McIntyre now, right? Yeah, uh, Mad yeah. Madcap Moss. Mad Moss. That's it. Mad not the Mad Hatter. Mad, Madcap Moss. Madcap Moss. Yeah, Madcap well, Moss. Well, yours that's is it. easier to remember. Well, because I was thinking like crazy Alice Mad in Wonderlands and uh, the Wizard of Oz's and stuff like that. But uh, Madcap Moss. So he worked. Drew, big Drew, and Drew is a big dude. Drew, Drew is super physical. He gives him like a, it looks like he's gonna go for like a version of the Alabama Alabama Slam, but uh, front. So, he's, so picture this. If he, I know you're on Spotify. It's probably hard to picture this. He's in the buckle. Okay. The, the Mad Cat Moss. He goes to throw a boot up. They kind of miss it, and then they throw it up again, and they go for the spot anyway. So that's what I always say. It's the first step of something to throw something on, but. Uh, McIntyre Drew gets him now so picture him just like chicken fighting right somebody's on your shoulders right but he's yeah, hanging yeah. back here so it's a reverse Alabama slam like but to the yes. face instead of the, the back yes so you're gonna come over front like, like this boom over the position. Oh. but Mad Cat oh. Moss tucked his head and he took like <laughs> no, a spike he, he oh yeah, it was gnarly yeah, it was I, I just and they kept showing it back on replay and I go those are the ones that don't break your neck then but Ten years from now, they're the ones going. Well, you know, all these bad bumps contributed to your neck just exploding oh, later on something oh simple. Like, oh, if he didn't have traps or, um, but it's but I don't think it was true. I think he, he went to talk panicked. for some reason, panicked, or maybe it came around fast. That's a weird bump. I don't even like taking Alabama slam on my back because it just goes fast and it feels like I've every time I've taken an Alabama slam I've hit my head and I talk and I talk speaking of hitting head see I think Dewdrop was on raw so she worked the chamber and then I think she worked raw uh did she work raw I think she did so I, she was one of those crazy well, but she took a power bomb yeah. Uh, From who? Bianca Belair. Oh, off the buckle, okay. right? She looked. But I seen her head bounce. Boom. So then when... um Oh, here you go. Look at that. Right? Like there. Oh, uh, boom. Oh, 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 no. It's no laughing matter at her. <laughs> but he moved on. He soldiered on. It was a very violent and aggressive match. He, he like... Crunch. Yeah, he crunt and he, he tucked. It was a panic. That's yeah. like, I think um, he came around so fast that it just panicked. Because Drew like, was so strong. The, like the rocker dropper that you you never tuck on you that. You tuck your head and there's been people. You, there, well, you, there's no. a guy, uh, Big Chuck, was paralyzed. Yeah. Um, who was it? Marty Janetti did it to him, I think. or Whichever one did the rocker dropper. Marty, right? Marty dropped yeah. it. I'm not. The rocker dropper, though. Yes, yeah, it could be dangerous if you're not trained right. I'm sure he was trained right. I think he was just, he probably came around so fast. It just his momentum made him tuck. Yeah, it happened, and it does. And then, crazy. But speaking of hitting heads, this dude drop like took that power bomb from Bianca, and it looked like her head bounced off that canvas. So, off. I think she was on Raw the next day. I, I'm trying to remember, but I seen her take a power bomb for another finish. She was taking something, and and she put her hands behind her head, protect her head. So, oh, now, like in the bomb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it was Raw. Was she on Raw? That would uh, just distract me. I don't think that would. It had to be Raw because it was Saturday. I seen it. Bianca did it to her, and then didn't she work? Was it Becky? I don't know who she wore. Uh, I don't know, but if I like was thinking about grabbing my. Well, head, she's literally put two hands behind her head, like like you're getting arrested like the, by the police. Like or the entire but... time. No, on the way down, on the way down, yeah, uh, on the way down. Well, I think because she hit her head so hard uh, on that pay per view, it really it looked like it bounced on the pay per view in Saudi. Ch- and tuck your chin. Well, I think it's 
the momentum and the, the weight, different things. You, you hit your head sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes something just go oh, fast. Yeah, she, but... she fought Bianca Belair. Well. Yeah. Was it... Oh, how was that? I mean, Bianca Belair did her finisher, but. Yeah. But. Enough of that. So the women look cool, even though they were wearing, they were covered from head to toe, uh, neck to toe. Um, still beautiful. Yes, yeah, still, still beautiful. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a high def TV, but it just really looked pretty. No, <laughs> they all pretty. Ta- super and, talented. And, 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 and Dewdrop's hair was amazing. She looked good in her outfit. They all look good. I, I think they more should go I, back to full pieces like that yeah, and yeah. not exploit their themselves so much because they they just they're, they're, you're just looking at their talent and you watch them I watch them wrestle more yeah. honestly than than like worrying about well a, they're athletes uh, yeah well they're tremendous athletes most of them like look at Bianca Belair yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think I think more <laughs> of the story right. Bianca Belair and Dewdrop's hair was fan freaking fantastic Dewdrop's hair was yes, yes. I'm, but I'm no I'm saying all of them even Charlotte I'm not a big fan of Charlotte Flair's tall like look, but her red outfit, she looked I thought she looked amazing. She would look good in red, yeah. Yeah, it's all red from all the way down to the shoes up. Like it, it was yeah. cool. And um very good for the look. Uh, uh good job all the ladies. Good and, and proud of you all over there. Doing your thing. Applause. Keep, keep, keep keep pushing and keep moving. What are you showing me, Raymond? Hmm. All right, so we'll see. I'm trying to remember what uh happened. So overall I, I didn't get to see all of Raw, but I, there was a couple things that they had to miss. Uh, teasing Love a women. teasing a mystery partner, and I think they were like ultimately. I think they were just trying to tease the fact that they thought it was Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes has left AEW. Yeah. So uh, rumors like where is he going? What's he doing? Blah blah blah. A lot of somebody spread a rumor that he was on a plane to Saudi Arabia, and the social media went crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was. Who knows? I I don't know. Um, and then um, so. Of course, Miz was no. It was Logan Paul or whatever the guy. Remember, you saw yeah, it all when you came. Fill, you had to fill me in on that YouTube guy, yeah, because yeah, or Jake Paul, Logan Paul. What is it, Logan Paul? Logan Paul. Uh, yeah, he boxed somebody. He did something. I'm not sure what he does. Is he a basketball player or something? No, he's, a he's just a YouTuber. Yeah, he's just yeah. a YouTuber. He's tall. He's pretty big, but I, I guess he's, he's a he's a built dude. Sort of. I guess he did box legitimate, right? He was yeah. legit in some sense, you know. But but that turned out to be Miz's partner. Then Edge comes out and. I think I seen this when I came home from class. That segment happened to be on um, uh, Monday night when I was coming home. And he was teasing. He, he came out there and cut this really uh, super serious promo, what WrestleMania meant to him and how he listened to it with his uncle, somebody on the radio, you know, when Hogan slammed Andre and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And how, and, and, his, that he was a talent. But he didn't wrestle. He was signed to WrestleMania 14, but then he finally wrestled on WrestleMania 16. He went through his whole what it meant to him, this and this and that, yeah. and then pretty much put an open challenge and saying if you uh, if you think you're a legacy or, or something, whatever. But it looked like he was leaning at or directing it towards another uh, Cody Rhodes, huh. Cody Rhodes tease. So I don't know. That would be a good match. I'd yeah, I just don't know what is Cody going to be that Edge or Edge going to be Cody. What do you do there? I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of weird, but uh, Cody leaving AEW was I, I don't. I guess people thought other other guys would leave before Cody, but um, you know, I think I, I don't know if I was talking about it on here, but I was talking to somebody and I said it always comes down to numbers and money and stuff like that, and uh, you know, with CM Punk coming in, different things and yeah. different people signing these bigger deals. I think he. I think it's just an opinion, not, like not what, it's not a fact because I don't know um, that he just felt like he's worth more money and he should get that money, help found it, this and this and that. But but when you're there and the be, you know, it, it, other people are bigger deals once you're running and they come. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like oh, we got CM Punk to come now. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, all, Bryan Daniels, whatever he's calling himself now. At, at the same time, and then you have you had Miro prior to that. And, so like when you start something, you kind of you blend into the walls. You like the foundation, but you kind of blend in. But then when you add things, it's new, all flashy all the time. So it's like ah, oh, that's the big rave, and then they get that money and, and yeah. they have that star power. You kind of. You're sitting at whatever deal you made the first time, and nobody wants to adjust it because they keep spending money on bigger, shiny, prettier, faster pussycats. You know, um, I don't other terms. I used to use that. It's a good analogy. Yeah, you know, there's always somebody younger, faster, and prettier gonna come along. It's like a car. You drive your car for so long, you see, oh, I want that new car. You're gonna pay way more for a new car. You're like, hey, yeah. you know, this car ain't let you down. You know. You think it's? But you think it's but, good that he left though? Uh 
man. Like, good, I, I, good for him career-wise? I don't know. Like, it depends upon what he wants. I'm not in his mind. I'm not in his bedroom at night. I don't lay down next to him. Like, who knows if it's Brandy or if it's him. No, I'm just saying, like, like he's not just him, I don't think. I think he's he's a married man. It's, I think his wife has a lot of influence on what he does. She's in uh, Women of Honor or something. I've seen a, I've seen a little bit of her. Uh, but um, So I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't really know what goes on in, in those walls or how he thinks and stuff. Me, personally... I thought he gave the impression he was happy to be an executive, um, and uh, he could have he could have had he could have finished out his career there. He could just you know, but I think maybe he wants he wanted more money, wants to wrestle. Maybe, maybe like maybe the executive life wasn't what you really thought. When it's the same thing, like you think, oh, I'm going to WWE, I'm um, brung in to do this and this. I'm going to make a difference office wise and idea wise. Then at the end of the day, it's Vince McMahon. Yeah. It's his final saying. You can have all the great ideas you want in the world and be good, but if he doesn't like it, it's, it's not happening. And Tony Khan, I don't know. He 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 tells them all they have this freedom of this and that, and to a degree they do. But at the end of the day, it's still his final say. So it's going to be what he wants at the end of the day. I mean, he's signing the checks, and yeah, and, and, and they're big checks. So I mean, you always got to answer to something. And I'll stick to my what I've always said originally is at some point AEW's got to answer to numbers, right? So at some point they can't go, okay, we're going to give you four million a year. No, so they got to set a press. They got to they got to like draw the line somewhere and make an example, because then everybody's going to keep doing that and you end up. So maybe it was the example. Uh, maybe uh, you maybe. know. I yeah, don't know. Uh, he, he chose his path. And I wish him luck. Whatever. It's going to be cool. But WWE it's it's a win for them, whatever they give them, because the guy helped found a company. So he, he kind of knows. Yeah. He knows, like, so much of the structure, infrastructure of AEW that, like, that's... Do you think such... that he'll, go, he'll go that route to WWE? Yeah, sure. I think he already did. I think that's what they're saying. I don't know. I don't know that for a fact. Has anybody seen that for a fact, Raymond? Is a, I'm just, just guessing about what I watch on TV. But no, okay. I mean, it could be a giant ruse, but I, I don't I don't know. Um, if it is, that's a lot of... They're jumping through a lot of hoops to make it, you know. So, uh, yeah. How old is he? Because uh, I don't know. they were all well. He's established. Yeah, not with him. No. Besides, they're not. They're not hiring him to take on Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley. They'd kill him. They're. They're hiring him for knowledge, and it'll probably be make. I don't. I don't know. I mean, they could push it, but I don't see that. I don't see him coming in. He's always been mid card. I don't. Do you, you see him beating Brock Lesnar? Absolutely not. No. See, Bobby Lashley. No. I mean, he'll definitely beat poor Dolph Ziggler. You know, like, like, and Bobby Roode. Like, Dolph and Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Roode too. And, and don't get me wrong. I like Bobby Roode. I know Bobby Roode. I met Bobby Roode. And he uses the Impaler for his finish. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So you got it from Edge via me, whatever. But I, I, yeah. I, I created that move. And it's hard to do a professional wrestling Impaler. So proud of that. So anytime I see somebody use that for a finish that's established on TV, people think, oh, you ever upset? I go, hell no. Hell no, because they all know where it's come from. Yeah. <laughs> so that's flattering and it's awesome. That's cool. So super, super awesome. It's like I couldn't come up with one of these trippy, flippy, floppy moves. So I had to come up with something well, very cool. But even if, well, if even if you did do like a trippy, well, flippy, <laughs> floppy move, it's standing like, the test of time. How many? How many other people would and be able then, to do it? Then I got. I wanted to write Damien. Pre- uh, um, he did a version of it that I used to do you, off the shoulders. Yeah, right, yeah. you flip around, but he sat down into it instead of. That looks better if he flat backs it because he's tall and he can flat back it. Did he sit down like to his ass? Yeah, he sat down like a a sit uh, on a big thing, which takes away from that one. I think if he would have just flat backed it as he flipped them around, that would have been dope. Because that's how I did it. I did it when I was in shape. Shape. I would uh, move my shoulder when I didn't have such injuries. I would do that sometimes. If somebody kicked out, it was a big match. Somebody kicked out of the regular impaler and you're building up. Ah. I'd get them up. I'd get them on the shoulders. And then I called the super impaler, basically. Um, but but I, I would do that. I, uh, Those ass bumps hurt, though. Yeah, no. Well, that's why you don't. Well, that's why you don't do it like well, that. Well, no, but so. I, no, I mean, just sitting down. Some people can handle it uh, that but I think it would look better if he just went to his back. Um, so you know, you were going to write him? I was going to send him a thing. I saying because he's super cool. You know, I'm a big Damien Priest guy, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I just think he's talk less and be more serious. Sometimes they make him comedy. He was doing something that was comedy. A little bit, know. yeah. A yeah. little bit. But, hey, he's there making the money. They're doing what they're doing, what they love yeah. to 
it's a different generation. And I, and I, and I seen uh, Sean Waltman, X-Pac, or 123Kid, or whatever you know him as. He put something the other day, and, and then I say it too in different ways, but he goes, hey, just because it's not my cup of tea doesn't mean it's bad. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, just because I don't get it doesn't mean that it's not cool. And I don't like it. I just, it's just not for me. Well, I just can't either do it physically or yeah. I just have a different uh, formula in my head that works for my body and my persona or myself. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's not very cool and it doesn't mean that I don't like it. It just means it's not for me. Well, everybody all, you know. has different flavors, yeah. different yeah. kinds of music. Everybody knocks WWE now and they say it's a hard show to watch, raw, this and this and that, but I don't find it so hard. Um, I don't know. Uh, I you haven't watched it. <laughs> I know. I don't, I'm trying to remember when I watched the Rural Rumble and like glimpses of like Raw. I, I don't. I don't think it's hard to watch. Uh, it's just. It's it, hard to. It's, it's hard just, to watch when you wrestle. It's I'm just sorry. not. You got generations that just don't. It, it keeps changing. But speaking of Raw, oh, that's Pandora's box slides in out of nowhere. You don't have to slide it so aggressively. <laughs> like um, so. I felt some attitude behind that. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, Becky Lynch kind of like won me over in the chamber. Like I wasn't yeah. like I was border. You know, won me over. Raymond's not going to believe this when I say it. Is uh, Chad Gable and Otis in that tag match? They worked. Um, oh, they worked the Street Profits, which I'm not a giant fan of. The street oh, Pro- I like the Street. I, <laughs> like it. I, you know what it is? Because there was a tag team called the Bonus Boys, right? You said that they're the yeah. same. Yeah, them. and it feels like they just kind of like maybe they didn't. But, well, I, but I'm but, into it. I like it. Yeah. You like the street problems? Yeah. What the red solo cups falling out of the ceiling? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they're doing it falling out of ceilings? Well, when they come out, right? All they the always red come out with the red. Yeah, they, I know. No, I they like... drop out of the ceiling. I think. Oh crap! Uh, they drop. <laughs> you drop in your coffee. I, I don't have any red solo. Red solo cup says, "Hey, I'm drinking and partying." Like you know. Toby Keith's got a song, a "Red Solo Cup." Yeah. <laughs> like, Red Solo Cup means there's a party somewhere, a house party. No, I, I like them, and they're they're yeah. super athletic. But um, yeah, you like the street profits, though, right? Yeah, yeah, because they're athletic. Or... I don't. It's something about them when they come out. Yeah, you, their energy. Do you remember even going to NXT when we went to go see Scotty, and then they were there wrestling? You or did you? Uh, you might have had a seizure that day, maybe. I don't. I know I you had something about it. Is that when they were setting up? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they, they wrestled. Yeah, was that, did you like them in, in NXT? Which, who? The Street Profits. Oh, and the, oh, oh, okay. I heard something else. <laughs> no, I heard did you like the men in NXT. Okay. No, I was, I was, no. I was, I was like, which, then, which did you like I was them? Like, then let me clarify yeah. that. Them, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I, I always oh. liked them. I followed okay. them. They were, they were cool. Oh uh, well, I, I don't know. They worked. Oh, Otis and uh, the tree trunk Otis and um, Chad Gable. But, and, like, Chad Gable, like... I like Chad I, Gable, too. Yeah, bro, yeah. he's on point. That that was a good match. I mean, it was all of them, all four or five of the referee, but it was really good. Uh, and I was like, yeah, it's just he did... The one Street Prophet went for, like, a dive-in or something, and, and Gable caught him into a Northern Lights from there. That was dope. Oh. It was good. There was a lot of good spots there. And uh, Otis, like, I wasn't a big Otis fan when he won Money in the Bank and all that, but... But now that they got away from doing, I don't know if they're still doing working with Bro Riddle and them, or if that's done now. I'm not sure what's going on. But, oh, they but, can't be but done. they're doing the academic things. I'm glad that they're like quit doing the spelling bees and stuff like that. At least they didn't do it this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I just saw like a match, a good tag team match. Seemed like there's a lot of tag team matches in Raw, but uh, it was it good. Was, yeah, but um, it's good though. I like uh, I, I liked it. It was I enjoyed it. So what else is going on? Is it getting about that time? Do we need to cover anything else? What's going else in the world here? Uh, that I could think off the top of my head going on. I don't know. I think the Talked world... a little bit about Cody Rhodes. So I wish yeah. him the best, whatever choices that is. Um, so the Elimination Chamber, we talked to the, 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 the pay-per-view itself. It started out with Goldberg and Roman Reigns, I believe it was. A couple yeah. of, couple of uh, suspect spears there, chest high. <laughs> but but um, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, I thought we talked about this at the beginning of the thing, but we'll go over it again because Raymond's saying, hey, uh, talk about Robert, uh, Goldberg and Roman Reigns. So, well, it's two, um, two really popular, really big guys. So. Well, I, I, think lot, touch I think it was good uh, in the sense that like, well, that was Goldberg's last match, and I don't know if he's going to resign again or, or, or free. Or free or, well, he had a contract, right? So he was honoring oh. his contract. But but I thought it was believable. Uh, it kept Goldberg beat Brock, right? Didn't Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar? 
uh, a while back. And then um, I think so, yes, so then yeah, for yeah. Roman to beat Goldberg so strongly still builds for that Brock Lesnar and uh, uh, Goldberg, right? Huh. Which is coming up. Not Goldberg. Uh, Brock Lesnar oh. and Roman Reigns. Roman for Roman Reigns to beat Goldberg so strong, and knowing that, and then it put over the fact that I think that um, Goldberg had upset Brock Lesnar a couple, last year or two years ago. I'm not sure what it was. It just helps elevate more storyline and stuff Everything towards WrestleMania. Come, yeah, WrestleMania. So title versus title now. So the free agent things were. were. Do you, well, do you think once like, once whoever wins that match wins, they're gonna have like go back to one title? I don't like the double titles. Uh, I I don't know what's gonna happen. I think Bobby Lashley's gonna interfere at WrestleMania because he got taken out Ooh. with the concussion protocol, and then there's gonna be Roman in there. Something's gonna go down. I don't know that there'll be a make it clear. A trip, maybe I don't know that there'll be a clear threat. finish because then you got Paul Hammond involved too, and remember whenever. They were doing stuff. Paul Hammond would be handcuffing people, like I, whatever the matches would have these weird endings and stuff like that. So, um, whatever match. it is, what a good whatever it is, does. people are gonna watch WrestleMania for that. Yeah, like, two days, whatever it is, the two day event, whatever day it's on, they're gonna watch. It's probably the last day it's gonna be on the Sunday. Uh, two days is a lot for me. Though. Two days is a lot to pay a pay per view for. That too, and so yeah. two hundred and something. And then they say, then the rumors are, oh, oh, Stone Cold's gonna come back. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're saying. Four. And a lot of people are saying he's gonna work Kevin Owens because, like, but I don't know. If Kevin that's true Owens? Or not. I might. Have, I don't know where I heard that. Yeah. Maybe I heard that on uh, somewhere else. I I don't know. I have no idea who he's gonna work, but they're I, saying that he's random. gonna be bad. That he's already. Oh training. no, it's not. He's doing his. He's doing the stunner and all that Stone Cold business well, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, but but rumors are he'll be back at WrestleMania. So, hmm. so um, and that, and it's in Texas, so you got to sell a lot of seats in. It's a big ass stadium, so it's gonna be worth watch. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I think everybody's gonna watch that Roman Reigns and um, that Brock Lesnar. That they're, they built it long enough, but but I think that Lashley's not out of the picture. You know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Got like two more what? Two more weeks? Three more weeks? A month before WrestleMania? Something like that? A month? So we'll see. Month. It's still February. So WrestleMania yeah. is what at the beginning of April, Mar- March thirty first, April first. So. Um, we'll see. There's a month to go. See what happens in this next month. But I'm sure everybody's going to pay attention. Of course. All right. So I think it's about that time, kiddo. What's in the box? You got to get the box. Because <laughs> I still got to get to the gym today. I don't know if you're going or not, but I got to get to the gym. Ooh. And then I got to teach a class. CCW's got a lot of great events coming up. You check out CCW Wrestling. Uh, Coastal might, Championship. Keep up on all the events. I might just be going to class. I don't know if I'm up for the gym today. I <laughs> sound like a loser, but... And uh, don't say that about yourself. Uh, <sighs> okay. always, always a loser in this world. There's quitters, but there's no losers. <laughs> it's a good quote. You should put that on a shirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of quotes that nobody wants to listen to. But what's in the box? <laughs> oh, Rex does. He's saying I do. <laughs> you hear about that? Yeah. Um, all right. What we got there? Okay. Can you talk about some some of the differences between wrestling in the in the Blackhearts versus wrestling in the Brood? Alex Michelle BXX? No, I'm sorry. Alex. Yeah, Alex is close enough. <laughs> Alex 13XX. Alex 13XXX. So Alex is 13XXX. Um, the difference between the black hearts and the brute. <laughs> That's light, light and day. <laughs> like it's. Um, black hearts, uh, inexperienced. Two guys that didn't really even. They got along, but didn't get along. That'd be me and somebody. And then there was like two. Three versions of the black cards. Um, three versions, which I went on with Todd Barry. He was talking about him earlier as, as a black card. We did a lot of IWA Japan stuff, and then I did the original with uh, Apocalypse. We did two tours in all Japan, but then he kind of buried me. Some political stuff or whatever. Then I ended up beating him up really bad, which he denied, <laughs> which I'm not proud of. It was horrible. Um, which is this funny because I was just running through a whole history of the black arts in my mm-hmm. head. I was thinking, that's uh-huh. bitch, you know. <laughs> but whatever, whatever. Uh, but um, it's totally light and day. We had no experience. We didn't belong in uh, all Japan or anywhere. We were very blessed to to get work and stuff like that. But black arts was the tag team, right? That's two, as in a duel. Two. The brood was a trio. The brood was a trio, much like the Freebirds, and you know, so anybody can defend at any given time as that brood as the team. So that's a big difference there. Plus, Christian Edge are hella cool. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Zabu was like super flipping dope. But I always got a black heart, a little black special spot in my black heart for the black hearts because, you know, it's one of the first characters. And who knows? You I might see him again sometime soon. But. He might come back. Well, when whole Gangrel disappears, he might be this old limping guy in a mask. I'm <laughs> just doing shows for fun, not 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 for 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 money. But who knows? That's another day. That's another story. Has, some, has anybody ever booked you as a uh, for the Black Hearts instead of the? Yeah, Vampire? they're more like it's just all like three generations. Black Hearts were in 1987, 88. So think about wow. it's like what year is it now? Not twenty oh three uh, to yeah, yeah. Tw- twenty three right so twenty two twenty three and two twenty two <laughs> she's jumped another whole year yeah um, but uh yeah twenty two because yeah because two 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 twenty two twenty two just passed and then I got married on two two oh twenty two a lot of twos <laughs> running through my head like like I'm gonna go insane but uh, night and day brood was amazing. Time in my life, uh, amazing people. Uh, it, long, it had Edge and Christian onto great careers, um, but they would have had them anyways. But it, uh, but I think the brew just added to it. Of course, uh, yeah. Black just, uh, just that was super cool too. It was like the first baby steps in the professional wrestling and getting out there and going to Stampede in Japan and stuff like that. So it was amazing in its own right, and I'm very grateful for both. Um, yeah, like but the but they're totally different. The scream used to do as a part. I'm not gonna do it now. <laughs> you just did that. No, that's a. It was like. That <laughs> <laughs> was a scream. You like that scream? Yeah, and then they would hold up this sign, and nobody understood what that meant. Uh, but I'm not gonna get canceled yeah, we over it now. Do you want to go to the next question? Yeah, <laughs> on that note, right, go on to the next okay. question. Yeah. Okay. Um, when doing a superplex from the top rope, is it worse for the person giving the move or a person receiving it? I have noticed quite a few times on TV um, the the wrestler deliver, delivering the move appears to be hurting more. From Adam Stefferson. Okay, Adam. Um, well, uh, superplex from the middle or the top rope... Uh, it's a very high risk move. Um, <laughs> in, in 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 a training sense, in in a wrestling school, if you're teaching it, you can get hurt more. Either either way, it's just if you don't both land simultaneously. So if I'm giving somebody superplex and I they land before me and then I jackknife like the rings when you hit, it could cause like a wave of energy. Like a, which like can like could, could break your neck yeah the yeah. different like waved energy through the thing a bounce can um break your neck either either way so it's very it's not it's a simple move but it, it, it's more complex and if something goes wrong one way or the other so any given way could hurt that guy more or the other guy more but i you're, what you're probably watching is just the guys giving it is selling it probably was a cutoff and it was a big move out of somewhere and and it just was being respectful to the business selling a, a high-risk move like that because the impact's about the same if you think about it i mean but sure, you get somebody yeah. suplex and suplex, but but you're both coming from either the middle or the top rope and, and a lot can happen one can start dropping faster than the other so like i mean i think uh drew mcintyre did one off the top rope at, at the chamber um and then i seen somebody yeah. do one at raw uh, uh, yeah, so you, you can Pretty get it, you definitely can get her WWE rings are very firm, you don't really get any kind of like loose wood or anything moving when another person lands before you, but still that pressure one way or the other. But usually, with your arms locked around each other's necks, it works as a type of neck brace or safety thing, but it doesn't always work out like that. So, either either way, on any it's a flip of a coin, but if it's done right, you both feel it about equally the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. Giving away the secrets of the book. What do you ask Well, that's what people want. The no, secrets. I, they want the juicy entertainment, stuff. but they should still. You should make them believe. You should, they should believe the magic still. I think people want to. believe Well, he believed that it hurt. I think I just ruined it. Yeah, I should have well, it, but insulted <laughs> the other ninety thousand people. Well, gone. True. Um, if you could tell a. Uh, a box. A well, hold on, but I want to go back. There's nothing <laughs> like it. That move is very physical. It hurts both parties. It's it's not not an easy. You've taken them, no? Yeah. 
Right. So, you know, you understand. Yeah. Okay, gone again. All right. Nice. But I, I've never landed badly from one. I have. So. I've had the the, yeah. the other guy land before me, knock the wind out of me. Just, it, it happens. It's one of my cutoffs, so I do it all the time. So I, I, it can go bad. But there's nothing fake about wrestling. Wrestling's very physical and violent. It's, it's, it's entertainment, but it's very physical. And I can go on a whole rant. I'm not even going to get on this rant, but, but go on. Just, just drop the subject. <laughs> Let's just move on. Okay. If you can tell uh, a backstory of the brood, what would what would the um, the original origin of the brood be? Mm. I'm really into vampire stories, and I like how each vampire movie slash story has vampires that operate differently. This is Sam twenty five. Okay, Sam. Well, if I could make up my own backstory, I don't know. A lot of scenarios run through my head because I like a lot of things. So I would think that they were originally from Ro- Romania or Transylvania or something like that, uh, from old villages and stuff like that. But then they reconnected in like the movie The Lost Boys and, and Santa Carla, which which is actually Santa Cruz, but they just didn't want Santa Cruz to be known as the murder capital. But um, in Santa Carla, so, so uh, they reconnected, but then they had a fallout there over a woman i don't know something or some let's just say that uh, maybe one wanted to be the head of the table and the other who knows <laughs> and on that tribal tree stuff whatever some vampire drama that they fall vampire out drama. <laughs> vampire drama they fall out and then they show up in wwe as wrestlers so there you go so yeah there's just a bunch of different centuries later old ass vampires fighting how old can never uh, say. I don't know. How old do you think I am? In vampire years? Or in... <laughs> don't. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to like your answer. Just keep moving. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so last question. Uh, what will be the ultimate elimination chamber match? Who would you put in the, in the match and would you add yourself from Edgar? Man, I just watched Elimination Chamber, and I can't remember. It was four in the chambers and then two in the ring, so that's six. Uh, who, like, current or whatever? Did well, it say? First, first, would you include yourself? No. No? Not a fan? Well, I could because it's just wrestling. I just don't like anything that's... I don't want to get I don't want to get F five off the top of a chamber. <laughs> I'm not climbing that thing. My fear of ladder matches is what uh, uh, kind of knocked me down out of the proof. <laughs> like because they went to those ladder matches. I'm like I'm not climbing any ladders. Uh, no, you know, I'm not going up there. <laughs> no, so like those chambers. I mean, it'd be all right if you had like a, a solid spot in it. But no, I probably wouldn't put myself in there. But I don't know who I I I. I I enjoyed the last chamber. I mean, uh, you'd, I would. I feel like you would have. I'd Dam- want two. Damian Priest. Damian Priest in there. Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, Riddle. Okay. That's he three. Was just in one, yeah, that's good though. Yeah, but now two big power guys, two big guys. Not big Priest guys. is kind of a big guy, but he does small. McIntyre, stuff. you like McIntyre? McIntyre. Um, you want to throw Bobby Roode in there? <laughs> Yeah, because it'll make it interesting because he'll be helping out Ziggler or something. Okay, Bobby uh, Roode is five. And one big guy now, another one big more, guy. Which, what are the big guys doing? Uh, Lashley is still Lashley. Now. Lashley, okay. There you go. That's a good mix of people. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, to so get powerhouses and you get flyers. It's a good mix there, so. All right. Anything else you want to cover? No, I've covered all the wrestling mm. I've watched for the week okay. or for the day. You want to give out a... Um, Epilepsy Florida or things where people could reach out and educate yourself on epilepsy there's, and stuff while you're here. There's, I don't know the exact date, but there's actually an epilepsy walk happening, I believe, either the end of this month or the beginning of next month. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be two of them, like two of them at different times. This one, I think, is. Um, I think this is the Miami one, and then there's going to be a Hollywood one soon. Okay. So check out Epilepsy Florida and. Cool. All you gotta do is show up and walk. And I feel very blessed that you're here today, considering you woke up in a hospital yesterday and not knowing where you were or how you got there or anything else with, with having yeah. seizures and stuff like that. So epilepsy is a very, very serious thing. And uh, 
a lot of people, I, I believe, like yesterday was a really prime example, did not know how to handle it. You know, they call an ambulance first thing. Yeah. Maybe you needed it, maybe you didn't. I don't know. I wasn't there. I, but I, the, I could hear the panic and the, the, the just sheer, sheer. Uh, Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just hear the fear in her voice and not knowing what's going on and how scary yeah. it is for uh, for people, one, not just phone, you, but yeah. uh, but not you. You're, you're having your seizures, so but but the people around you. So educate yourself. Um, yeah, on, actually, on Raymond the, just showed me Broward Walk is March twenty second, twenty seventh. So Broward Walk is March twenty seventh. So come on out, support epilepsy, educate yourself. Um, it's in you know. You know, anything that you can go out there and be supportive to. Any, you know, um, there's Joe DiMaggio with the kids, you know, heart foundations, epilepsy. I mean, whatever's whatever's closest to your heart, but I'm just saying. I've actually uh, been thinking about volunteering at uh, animal shelters, too. That's very cool, I think cool I should too. get into that. Yeah, start with Rex over there. I was about to say, I was going to start with Raymond's dog. <laughs> All right, so that's episode, what, 38? 38, yeah. 38. Episode 38 of Fang and a Bango at Gangra and Ana Diaz, Ana Blanca Diaz. Want some? Get some. Bad enough? Take some. All right, everybody. Peace out. Keep on fanging and banging.